Hi, it's Flathead Larry. This podcast is for anyone interested in classics, rods, or customs. My other social media accounts can be located on TikTok, with my username being flathead underscore Larry. Instagram, my username being flathead underscore V8 underscore Larry. And YouTube, with my username being flathead Larry. My name is Matt. I've been working with vehicles since 2015. In today's episode, I want to talk about my 1949 Cadillac sedan. I should say our 1949 Cadillac sedan. This is me and my dad's car. We've had this car since 2018. This is the same amount of time since I've had my Ford F100. We've had the car for the same amount of time as I had my truck. The car is a 1949 Cadillac sedan. It originally had the 331 V8 in it, overhead valves. However, the car that we bought did not come with that. The person who owned it previously had swapped that car engine with a 390 Cadillac big block. This ain't no 390 Ford, no junk like that. Not that it's junk, but it's no 390 Ford. It is a 390 Cadillac engine. People don't realize that 390 cubic inches was made by Cadillac, that Ford wasn't the only one that did that, but they really did. That is a real motor that is a real engine a 390 cadillac engine so anyways that car was equipped with 325 horsepower stock that's a lot of horsepower for one of these older engines be honest with you on this engine itself too mounted to it was a four barrel afb carter carburetor and what does afb stand for i just said it aluminum four barrel aluminum four barrel carburetor on that uh carter was a very good brand they weren't a uh, they weren't like crazy you know everybody went for the holly but the the carter afb was a pretty dang good carburetor for its time period what today's a carter afb is is edelbrock edelbrock carburetors are basically the same design as the carter or the rochester or the quadrajets you know but the holly is completely different from the Carters and the Edelbrocks. That's a completely different system. T- system. So anyway, what's mounted to the 390 is a Carter AFB. That engine is very big though for the car that it's sitting in. That sedan really wasn't meant to have that 390 in there, but that's what we got. That's what we. That's what we're dealing with. The guy did a lot of fabrication work, especially the brackets. He had to weld his own brackets in there and stuff. He had to put all the, the uh, suspension, like as in the pitman arm, the power steering box, the tie rod ends, they all were 63. So he swapped those into this 49 Cadillac himself. A lot of this stuff was fabricated to fit. That was another big issue. The other issue with this car that we had was the transmission. It's not a common transmission whatsoever. I didn't know this till recently. However, if you can have the chance to find it, there's a transmission adapter plate they sell. They're not common now though, but you can get an adapter plate so you could put a two-speed power glide behind that 390. If any of you are unfamiliar with the two-speed power glide, that transmission was only a two-speed. It only had two gears in it, low and high. And those things, you could be going 80 miles an hour in first gear, from what I was told from an old timer. That's besides the point. The transmission that is in it, though, is the four-speed hydromatic jetaway. Four-speed hydromatic jetaway obviously had four gears, and it had the fourth gear was your overdrive gear. Very rare transmission now because they do not make those anymore. That was kind of an oddball thing. It was only made from 58 to 63. By the time 64 come, they had the turbo hydromatic 400. From what I understand. 
that was like the new brand new thing you know that's the more common Cadillac transmission from that time period so when we rebuilt this transmission in this car we had to go and find special parts like the bushings we couldn't find the bushings that, that was one of the tough things luckily there was a there was a website that made reproduction bushings that fit that Cadillac transmission and that was our biggest hurdle we got it done at a race shop actually and it was a very reasonable price I would must say it cost us $1,500 to get that transmission rebuilt. That is fairly cheap today. Mostly today, you have to pay about $2,500 for a simple rebuild. And that that's a lot of money, you know. That's a lot of money to shell out. The engine, however, too, was rebuilt. We found and come to find out that there was only three cylinders running on that car when we parked it here. When we got it home, the guy who owned it previously drove it to the house, and that was it. It hasn't run since 2018. But in any event, he drove it over here. He left, you know, blah, 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 parked it. We were taking a look at the car. As we started looking under the hood, we noticed there were spark plug extenders. And that that's never a good sign, you know, when it, we didn't notice that when we bought it. Did it matter though? No, because you know we're restoring this car, so we didn't expect that we were going to have to rebuild the engine either. So we were kind of worried when we saw the spark plug extenders in the engine. There was two of them on cylinder seven and eight at the back, and we were a little bit concerned with that because that usually means that 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 wasn't firing. Those cylinders weren't firing at one point or another, and that guy was trying to get them to go. Well, after tearing all the spark plugs out, we found out we were only running on three cylinders total. Everything was basically dead in that engine. It, we, basically, we started out tearing the timing cover off because we had a leak in the timing cover, to be honest with you. And we figured we'll take that out, we'll replace the timing gears and that timing chain. We'll put that back together. We figured, while we do that, why don't we change the head gaskets? And we did more and more, and finally we said, why don't we just rebuild the whole engine? So that's what we did. We took it. We had the work contracted out for the machine work, had it all machined out, all honed up, you know, and we brought it back home and we built it ourselves with a neighbor up the street. The guy was a master mechanic. All he does is carburetors. He builds carburetors like you wouldn't believe it. He has them hanging in his garage like they're some kind of deer mounts, you know, like, like something you would see in a guy's house that goes hunting where he hangs his deer and his turkeys, his squirrels on the wall or whatever. The, this guy's exact opposite though he has carburetors hanging that's all he's ever done and he said he's always built he the first time he built a car was at 12 years old so this guy knew what he was doing and we brought him down and he knew everything about that engine he in fact he had a whole book on it he read that whole book to refresh his memory on that engine before he rebuilt it he didn't rebuild we all rebuilt it together we get him down here he's telling me things that i have never heard of before you know and I thought that was really amazing to get some knowledge off off of a guy that knows what he's doing. In any event, we had the engine rebuilt. Everything has gone back together. You know, it was going smooth, real smooth. Well, we go to put the last manifold bolts on. When we torqued these down, we did this in three stages. It was a 60-foot pound torque is what it was. So we did it at 25, then we went to 40, and then we went to 60. So we did everything at 25 first. After all those bolts were torqued down at 25, we went to 40. After they were all torqued down at 40, then we went to the 60 pounds. So just to ensure that we wouldn't 
over tighten anything in that process and that's something to look out for especially with these older vehicles and the cast iron heads and the cast iron blocks things like that you know when the engine heats up and cools down it's very hard on cast iron especially manifolds and heads and engine blocks you know you tend to break bolts and that's just how that goes sometimes so we got the thing together and we're at the last bolts each of the last bolts snapped the heads the heads cracked it went one went up into the port and the guy that was going to weld it he backed out on us because he something happened with him he needed surgery just because he wasn't doing so hot so we found a new set of heads luckily we did some research i didn't see any online until i joined one of these for cadillac forums we looked there my dad actually joined the forums he looked there and found a set of heads for a hundred and fifty dollars used you cannot beat a hundred and fifty dollar set of heads i'm just going to get that right now right there thrown out the window i was looking online and they wanted sets that were not even refurbished for five hundred dollars so we struck out perfectly on that however it still cost us five hundred dollars to get all the work done to the heads on there you know they had to put new a uh, new valve guides in there and stuff like that they had to regrind some things and it just wasn't we didn't want to throw throw those heads in there no matter what you know so we we had them rebuilt refurbished that cost us 500 bucks for the heads you know that so what you know might as well do it instead of just taking the chance of putting it all together you rebuilt the engine why just stop there and put those old heads on without doing nothing to them so like i said we got that all done now we're at this stage of the game where we're going to be putting them back together this time instead of using the bolts we're going to stud these heads and we're just going to put a nut on there instead of uh, having to do that you know you won't have to worry about breaking that bolt off again in there you don't have to worry about that bolt pulling on the on the head so we're just going to do that and just put a nut on the end of each on the end of each of these uh, studs and we're going to torque those down to about 30 foot pounds no more than that because again these cast iron heads are old you could just break them right off again and that you don't want that so we're just making things simple for ourselves and doing things a smart way you know there is nothing wrong with putting studs in your heads a lot of race car drivers do that you'll come to find out if you read and learn a little bit about this stuff anyway that's where we're at with that pretty soon here after i get the engine bay painted completely i'm gonna do everything in flat black because flat black is perfect the matte finish looks pretty pretty superb in the end i i just like the matte finishes so that's what we're gonna try doing and after that then we're gonna swing that engine and transmission in there and get this thing running we're going to get it running right, and it is going to be one cool Cadillac when it's done. So, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the podcast today. Just a, I realize every Monday morning at 12 a.m., we do drop a new one. So, wake up with me and take a listen on your way to work or whatever you're doing, drinking your morning coffee. Take a listen to this podcast and let me know what you think. Okay, everybody, take care. Thanks again for tuning in today. Bye-bye.